this week. Fancy Arnold had a load of furniture for his fleet carrier, but for some reason, the big oaf decided to have it stored here until st in Studio 5. But he has promised it'll only be for a few days. Anyway, at least we get comfy seats this week, rather than those usual rickety ones that Hutton gives you. Oh, this year's got a cup holder. I can't understand why you'd need somewhere to keep your jock trap this close, but, you know, it takes all sorts. Talking of which... I'm alive! Good evening, good evening. I'm your host for this evening, Harry Balzac. Now, Rudolph has a pair of rocket skates strapped to his feet as he needs to keep nipping off, so he tells us. Personally, I think it was that dodgy unknown thing in a bun that he had at McThargoids, at least by the number of flushes, both hot and otherwise, that he's experiencing. Did someone say hot? I'm well my finger do. No, he said flush, and I'm your hotness. I'm Hoankir, and I'm neither dodgy nor have I had my thing in a bun. I'm Norma Snuckers, and I'm saying nothing about nipping off. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and, um... Ooh. Eggy poos. Just because they're red, they think they're Santa. The best little warhouse in Nexus. Not mushroom at the top. As Commander goes way too far in foraging foray. Dude, they're filming at Hutton. Missions? Impossible? Don't panic! It's Havoc in Havoc. Community updates from near and far, but mostly far. First, this evening, another, 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 another update from Paladin Space. And yet more praise for the generosity of the Eggy Poos. Uh, sorry, EGPU. They decided that due to having large bellies, enormous beards and largely unemptied sacks that they'd better start giving away treasure. Which they've done with wild abandon in the last week. They've donated their home system to another minor faction. In fact, they've donated a few systems to needy NPC player factions. They've given away squillions in combat bonds. They've handed over the laurel wreaths in all wars for the last week to other people. How lovely of them. And what's more, it appears that on top of all that giving, they also don't give a toss. They don't care if they upset folks. For example, Commander Socrates Ectoplasm has been grinding Federation rank to be able to get a Corvette. 
finally got one and with the credit balance money from selling the federal assault ship and a few credits that were back down the back of the sofa with enough money left over for one rebuy got back to Sugrovic to lay waste to the EGU only to find the war was already over the eggy poos have a lot to answer for It's come to the attention of cultural attaches that Major General Sir Nocte Vegas is not the only one in the galaxy determined to make sure that the human race is safe if it's ever attacked by very, very small invaders. Nocte's flaming frigate filled with flea-sized flyers has a rival courtesy of Commander Jaguarius, who has built a fleet carrier complete with its own set, its own Sun et Lumiere show. Oh, Sun et Lumiere show. When demonstrating his fleet carrier, Commander Jaguarius has shewed the tedious technique of hiding his mouth behind his hand and going pew, pew, or trying to seem like he's talking over the radio by making sounds that quite frankly remind you of someone preparing to spit without checking in which direction the wind is blowing or flashing a torch at the fuse like saying Look there! It blinked! Oh no, Jaguarius has gone the full 822.96 centimetres. There are lights that blink Help, I'm trapped in cubicle 3 in Morse code. There are the sounds of takeoff, departure, and not to be too delicate about it, a full honk. And just as soon as he's collected enough real world art, he's going to paint it all the same colour as his real fleet carrier. We look forward to seeing more from Commander Jaguarius about how he completed the cutting out of his miniature masterpiece. For example, just how did he manage to decide what to fit in the fleet carrier interior? Commander Exorcist isn't one who knows when it's sensible to stop. Not when it's time to stop searching, to stop climbing, or even to stop to ask for directions. This, to us, seems to be the only explanation for the commander's recent selfie, taken at the top of a mountain range on this ammonia world. It's a dense fungoid forest, worse than the site that greets helpers at Nurse Wyatt's monthly orthopaedic clinic, clinic for the over-sweaty pilot. Taller than three apology officers standing on each other's shoulders, more orange than Orange Spark and Orange Phoenix after they've been tangoed, put together, and a bigger knob than on the end of the most imposing wizard's staff. It's an impressive find. Mind you, this is an ammonia world. It does mean that any samples you collect are likely to smell like mm, samples you might donate, you know, the ones where the doctor gives you a little plastic pot and says, try to fill it all the way up, but shouts at, the, at you if you do so before they let go of it. Speculation as to suitable uses for the fungus include fertilizer, smelling salts, bleach, and when dried and mixed with tobacco and other chemicals, makes a type of snuff that'll clear your sinuses in one sneeze just as long, you, as long as you don't take too much, or it'll make a mess of your best jumper and mean that you no longer have a need for neckties or hats. We here at Hutton look forward to seeing this fungal growth being traded in future. It's likely to only be found in very limited quantities. You could say this was a rare good. But when this is suggested to Amelia, she replied with, Get that stinky stuff away from me! It smells like the inside of a long-distance explorer's flight suit. She'll come round to the idea. 
It's in her contract, after all. It's all go at Hutton this week, as location filming began for the latest big-budget blockbuster, Human Where's My Anaconda? Set decorators and lighting technicians have been busily transforming the west end of the parade to resemble the main deck on the fictional station of Glasgow City, where the film is set. The frontage of McThargoids has been changed to McMcThargoids. The window of budget clones for you has been draped in white cloth to stop the stock from gathering around the lights. Wanda's frontage um, shop window, Wanda's entrance. Look, Wanda's has been changed to Senga's, and they changed all the biffer bins to McBiffer bins. Every detail has been considered. The crew even produced authentic Glasgow City litter for the set, which in turn caused a security incident when they tried to stop floor mopping guy from cleaning it up. The film stars veteran actor Dick Trickle as a Thargoid agent sent in disguise to spy on humans and learn their ways before returning to the hive to share all he's learnt. After his pod is knocked off course, he crash lands at Glasgow City and sustains a concussion, so can't remember that he's a Thargoid sleeper agent and finds himself unable to understand the language of the local Glaswegians. He tries to regain his identity, complete his mission and with hilarious consequences. This non-stop laugh-a-minute romp is rated O for Oh No on the flossy scale of classification and contains graphic scenes of violence, mutilation and cannibalism. The Pilots' Federation, amongst other news this week, have been dropping hints that mission givers throughout the galaxy have been in special training seminars for weeks in preparation for some new missions. Unfortunately, due to a number of federal factions eating the crayons, and at least one Imperial mission giver being caught fornicating with the overhead projector whilst in the throes of some personal orgiastic fervour, the new missions have been delayed by a week or so. Speculation has been running wild about what the new kinds of missions are. After all, we already have missions for taking stuff somewhere getting stuff from somewhere, blowing other ships up, giving away free credits, probing things with extreme prejudice, assassinating naughty people, assassinating nice people, assassinating whole settlements, finding lost things, taking people somewhere, oh, taking people somewhere and back again. So what else could it be? Is it little yellow truck surfing in Corolla stations? Or, or pie-eating contests in the bar, or bin-diving. Who can find the Binamax version of the cat video first? Of course, as much as we'd love it to be escort missions, and no, those of you with a dirty mind can stop that right now. It doesn't involve crotchless flightless suits and medby super lube. We're, we're talking about the careful minder missions that help someone important get somewhere important without being perforated. However, much to the delight of Flossie, we reckon it's going to be combat. Good old-fashioned, base-busting, building-breaking, laser-smashing combat. The full Terminator. The Chuck Norris of missions. Of course, the people who really need to go the full going postal on something at the moment. Team Hotbox may not be getting their hands on this one as it happens. Well, as it appears that an edict has gone out that they will forevermore be legless. 
much like the audience at the last Frontier Community Meet. Incoming encrypted transmission. Decrypting. Decryption complete. Stand by for a message from Hackscom Actual. Okay, Hackswing. We have a real chance to get ahead of Tharg this week. There are no new attacks, and we've made great progress in Gavia. We need to keep pushing Tharg out so we can move on to Melangis before he strikes again. We also still have minimal Goid presence in Lembus and Wellington, so if you are still in the Witchhead Nebula, stay there and finish kicking Tharg out. Everyone else, let's clear the bubble. You can keep track of Tharg's movements reported by AXI on Thargoid.watch. There are no stations currently conducting evacuations, but we still have five stations under repair. Operation Ida's current repair supply target is Hanna Enterprise in Shenvi, if you want to do some trucking for a good cause. Learn about their work at OperationIda.com. Let's see how many of these systems we can clear this week. The remaining two Witchhead systems have a marginal presence, and Gabia in the bubble is only moderate. No reason we can't have all three systems cleared by next Thursday, so let's get to work. Watch out for each other, keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mug. Hexcom message complete. Defend the mug. Encrypted transmission complete. Well, after a period of calm in Hutton Space, the last few weeks have seen increasing levels of excitement, and this week is no exception, with a recovery in Barnard's star and double trouble in Avic. More on that story later. Barnard Star has had a happier week than of late. After narrowly avoiding an election a week ago, Hutton is now 20 points above the second place faction, but still only on 37 before you get too excited. There is a civil war pending amongst the also rans, but it's also a good moment to go in there and boost a bit of Hutton influence. You know, some folks never seem to get the message, do they? No matter how many times you smack them around the head with a pan or kick them in the diddly doodahs, joining the eggy poos in this strangely compulsive practice of vicarious self-abuse are serious corporation. Fresh from their drubbing in Avic two weeks ago, they have come straight back for a second round of punishment. Some might say that they've been used as a stalking horse by the EDF who appear to have been pushing influence in the system, or at the very least not controlling it, dropping Hutton by lopping a whopping third off our influence in only a week. Others might say that they just enjoy a darn good thrashing too much. The truth, however, probably lies somewhere in between, so head over to Avic and administer a military grade slapping to the serious corporation. To add insult to Avic's woes, there is also an outbreak of mods. So if you aren't of the pew-pew persuasion, ship in meds but medium ships only. Rumour has it that a newly commissioned purple carrier is on station stocked with more meds than a nonagenarian's bathroom cabinet. Continuing with the theme of systems that have fallen on tough times, we've had our 
Next slide, please, in Ross 671. After seemingly overcoming a setback at the start of 3308, Ross 671 started a steady slide into the 30s over the last week or so. With no obvious cause, once AVIC is back on its feet, this easily accessible system would benefit from a bit of truckerly kindness. The infrastructure failure in Wolf 359 continues and is hampering the smooth running of the system, which is stalled on 39. Shipping water purifiers and power generators to the large pads in Lomas Orbiter and Powell High to bring relief. The push for control of Wolf 562 continues as Hutton gained three points in the week on and are only 11 points behind Wolf 562 Major Inc, the controlling faction, who are on 42. So if we maintain the effort, it's only a matter of time. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have six systems above 60, four of which are 70 or over. Please don't boost or dump data into systems that are above 60% or we just waste an expansion and waste more time and effort withdrawing. For example, last week's expansion war into the Corbenic system was successfully lost early in the week, but we could have avoided it altogether if we kept our systems under control. Meanwhile, in Colonia, Grand High Admiral, Chief Air Marshal, Generalissimo, Hanky, Grand Kazi of all the Colonia clones asked that Chuckers fight for hot coal in a war just starting named Pythias, which has also discontented the locals, and finish off the last two days of the election against Colonia Cooperative in Tier. Priorities this week are if you want to truck something, relieve the outbreak in AVIC by shipping in meds and ship water purifiers and power generators into Wolf 359 to end the infrastructure failure. Boost up influence in Barnard, Star and Ross 671. If you want to shoot something, win the war in AVIC against Sirius Corporation. Some of the events that we've been reporting on for several weeks have inevitably come to a close, but new events are always being organised, and so this week we're hearing about All the Clouds in the Sky, the Nexus Exploration, Celebration of Early Astronomy 4, the Bandit Racing League, TRIP Omega Phase 2, Does the Sun Still Rise in the East in the East? Links will of course be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. <coughs> Commander Deluvian's expedition All the Clouds in the Sky is still progressing but it's still never enough for him as he explains. Expedition Day 176, we are still in the area of the Orion Complex. I think it's a positive coincidence that again the time was very limited and we did not move any further. The area is beautiful and has a lot to offer. Zodiac is still the base and hopefully soon we'll start moving forward and exploring the vastness of the cosmos. With that said though, I have some sad news to announce. Our permission for regular transmissions of the expedition progress expired and the Pilots Federation is making the renewal extremely difficult. Moving forward, there will be no Tuesday and Thursday transmission until further notice. I hope we'll sort it out one day and we'll all come back to normal. 
Right now I'm trying to find resources to move forwards and continue exploring the clouds. On an interesting note, just realised last time that there's one more, and not very small, nebula in the region. The Messier 78 nebula, again undocumented. We'll check it out and report our progress as soon as possible. Commander Caboose has news of Nexus, but I think that a certain fleet carrier has become quite shy and as it's hardly mentioned. Legacy of Dawn has finished preparations for departure and will be returning to the bubble by the end of this month, if all goes to plan. The Gary Hogan is gathering tritium for its final preparations before setting off. Commander Kesica sent in a, a final report from Celebration for Early Astronomy 4 last week, but she and her team wanted to send this last note. Celebration of Early Astronomy 4 has come to a close. Some of our pilots are still making their way through the route, while others have returned to assisting with the ventures of our faction CEA, Psychiatric Institutions Limited, or simply went their own way. However, stay tuned on our website for Celebration of Early Astronomy 5 that should be announced and scheduled later this year for near the end of summer and into autumn. We will also be hosting small miniature expeditions in the interim as well. Additionally, in partnership with East India Company, Radio Sidewonder, Simbad Regime, Galcop and Diamond Frogs, we will be helping host Elite Aid on March 19th. This will be a 24-hour charity stream. If you would like more information, check out our website at theexpedition.info. Meanwhile, we'd like to sign off with our final mass jump of the celebration of Early Astronomy 4. The most recent Bandit Racing League event was on Saturday, but a sad Commander DB Exterminator has this to say. Greetings Commanders, it is with a heavy heart I am speaking to you tonight. Due to no one taking part in last week's race and my resignation from the 26th Division, I'm putting the Bandit Racing League on hold. I'm hoping to get things straightened out and have the League return in May. To all those Commanders who have taken part, thank you, and I look forward to racing with you again. To the fans, my sincere apologies and regrets that the situation with the 26 has had this unfortunate effect. Hoping to see you soon, Commanders, DB Exterminator. We've given you Commander Radium's report and summary of Trip Omega's first phase, but there's no rest for the committed, and so he's back with his updates. Titan Contractor's fourth and biggest trip, codenamed Omega, is now in the second phase of its journey. In the first few days of the trip, we've explored several generation ships, namely the Achilles, Artemis, Atlas, Demeter and the Epimetheus. 
These abandoned colony ships all have unique lore coinciding with their story as to how they failed, and our trip has allowed commanders to experience similar sights for 24 days since we started. Likewise, our story continues alongside the trip, bringing forth an interesting narrative for players to get involved in. Currently, 200 million in credits are also available in our trip challenges, where commanders provide cool screenshots for a chance to win the challenge, with more larger rewards and harder challenges to come. Although the trip has already begun, commanders can still join by linking up with the TOC Solaris Q4V40N fleet carrier and follow along our route via our linked website page. Stay safe. We've information about a brand new expedition now, one that actually started on March the 1st, but with an end date of October the 31st, we reckon you've still got just about got enough time to sign up for it. Their leader. My name is Commander The Presence, and I sought to run this expedition, as during my time as an independent pilot and member of the Silverback Squadron, I have travelled to the north of the Milky Way. During Distant Worlds 2, I travelled to Beagle Point in a Python with just 34 light-year jump range. Uh, to any other pilots out there thinking of doing the same, don't. Just don't. Trust me on this one. I have been south through the Formidine Rift three years running, trying to get to Cyredia Alpha Alpha Dash Alpha Hotel Zero in an Aspect Explorer and then an Explorer Condo in an 82 light year jump range and finally in a fleet carrier. And I still couldn't reach the place. I've been west to Star One. Boring. The Cassiopeia Galaxy still looks like an ice cream cone, but without all the interesting stars around it. And Ericsson Star uh, reports that I was fleeing an impending paternity case are somewhat exaggerated. To the top of the galaxy at Goliath's Resk and Rackham's Peak and down to Zibalba. So the journey east to Magellan's Star is the last cardinal point on the map for me to visit. My good friend, Commander Junagu, had recently planned a proper expedition with his carrier, the In Search of Gwydion Jolly. Pretty sure he never found any Gwydians, but I've never seen him in with any anyway. Um, the thought, if he can do it, then so can I, was the driving force behind me planning this route. Time scales between waypoints, allowing for exobiology, that's cabbage counting to the layman, setting up minor points of interest for fast pilots who can't wait for us old codgers in the silverbacks and making sure we all had the jump range to get to Magellan Star. The notion that I did all that just so Janagu wasn't the only one with a leader of the pack badge uh, from the nice guys and girls at EDSM is a skyless remark and any repetition will result in letters from my lawyers. Next week, I may even have some news about the expedition. Until then, TTFN. Are you taking part in an event that we're not covering? Or have you heard about an event that we didn't mention? Then please email itookpart at huddenorbital.com and we'll do the rest. 
And relax. <sighs> Deep breaths. Right, that it's us. That was an excellent. We're in the studio. <laughs> that, that was a, <laughs> it, was, it was a noise of some sort, yes. Oh. Flossie? Yes? See, 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 see to them for misbehaving. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Who was making rude noises? Anyway, it, it's us. We're, we're in the studio. We have on the decks this evening, on the emergency deck this evening, for two weeks in a row, it, it's uh, Harry Balsack. Good evening. Button push, button push, button push. Mash, mash, mash. Yes, just facepalm the keyboard. Somebody's facepalming the keyboard. We can hear it. The, the ever-so-busy Amelia. Hello. Tippity-tapping away at your latest publication. Uh, yeah, constantly. <laughs> Constantly, constantly. I'm excited to read it. I've had my email. Well, it's, it's not finished yet. It's getting there. It, it'll be it'll be much better well, in the edit. Well, do, do, well do a bit like she, this. She's show, still doing yes, the colouring with in. all the seams removed. But I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to reading your uh, your prose and uh, enjoying the content. But um, how long? How much longer have they got you chained to the desk writing the oh, rest of it? Oh, it takes as long as it takes. I'm afraid. This is an open-ended commitment. Well, I mean, the sooner the better, um, because I have projects lined up until, well, forever. <laughs> forever. Yes. Well, and, and for anybody that likes space and likes adventures and likes Amelia, um, you, you can pop over to, to Mongoose Publishing and have a look at their, their, their latest cool stuff as well, because that's what you've been busy yes. on. It's, I think there's a copy over in the Hutton Games room as well. Many, many shiny well, we, copies. We had a, a new release just announced three days ago called Shield Maidens, Ooh. which is Ooh. a Viking Ooh. cyberpunk RPG. Ooh. Ooh, Vikings and Cyberpunk. Yes, they're space yeah. Vikings. Yeah. Talking of space, space Vikings, that sounds like our Eurovision entry, doesn't it? Space Vikings. <laughs> Hasn't he got an enormous beard uh, and long hair? Yeah. No, he, uh, and it's about space, I think, our Eurovision entry this is week. Is it Michael Brooks? <laughs> if Michael Brooks, Brooks um, could sing yeah. in a high voice, you could, uh, maybe he if can. If he could make it a fundraiser for the German Shepherd Dogs uh, Welfare Trust, he would do it. I know he would. <laughs> well, we'll 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 get to um, was it May time that this this uh, this Eurovision thing is on? And <laughs> we'll see what block voting happens this year. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's definitely going to be interesting on the block voting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is that BLOC? Uh, yeah, we, we seem to have a Space Viking uh, as our entry this year, so that's appropriate, Amelia. <laughs> um, anyway, we've also got the Apology Officer. Good Hello. Evening. Hello. Hello. And you've been, you've been batgirling? Yeah, well, not myself, no. No. Um, I mean, all the Hutton News articles are actually genuinely yes, based in yes, fact. Yes, that one. It's, Loosely. Yeah, it's, it's, not, yeah. uh, it's not human, where's my anaconda? Uh, but they are doing some uh, filming for Batgirl tonight at my work. So, so they are pretending that your neighbourhood, which happens to be of the the Glaswegian, not variety, my neighbourhood, not my neighbourhood, my work. The, my your office, yeah, my work. Well, it's an office, but it's in an art gallery. So they're pretending that's something in Gotham City. I, I don't know what yet. Well, I imagine an Possibly, art gallery, maybe, or just any yep. building in Gotham could look like an art gallery, and then. So, so, so generally speaking, though, I mean, is Glasgow suitable to yes, be Gotham very much City? So. I mean, wasn't it Liverpool last time that uh, was Gotham City? I don't City? know about that. Glasgow, there's a lot of bits in Glasgow that, that 
get used in films for American all, cities. All the bits that so, haven't been burnt down yet, like the art school. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes. Go, go yeah, the art school didn't work, so they burnt that down. They had to burn that down twice. Um, no, we've got, but there's, they've used a wee corner as well. There's a wee bit in the right in the city centre called uh, Parney Street, and they, that all closed off, and they had it false Gotham shop fronts on it and fakes in the wind, but not just not just that spray about white stuff. The stuff that they'd put down ended up looking like mucky, slushy, swept to the side of the road snow. So genuine Glasgow snow. No, genuine snow. Gotham snow. Let's get it right. So, Gotham right, snow. Got Gotham snow. So, and did they have to go around the whole city and change all the number plates and all the cars? No. No. They did bring some American. They brought some well, American they do that cars in post. with them. No, most of the, most of the cars in the city centre don't have any number plates anyway. <laughs> they had Gotham license plates on them. One of them's got an address for a website that I took a picture of the day. So I'll, I'll see it with the website host, but I'll, I'll pass that link on later. So obviously they wouldn't catch you papping Batgirl at any point because no, no, I, I have seen no one famous. As I That'd said, the only people I've seen today are people in jeans with ass cracks showing who are building things and changing things and moving things in trolleys and covering your office windows with bits of white material. Yeah. Oh, so you, you can't peek out? You, you're yeah, we, we can't see out. Nobody yes, can see yeah. it. It's, it's late on tonight that they're going to be filming, so that's uh, we're not the issue. Uh, so that Well, I mean, Gotham City doesn't exist during no. daytime, does it? I mean, it, it really is a city that's yeah. got eternal So it's night. one of those things as well as at, at one point something will be happening outside the, the, the building. But they don't obviously want that we see inside to our office because it would just look like a, a normal office. So they've they've blanked these windows out so they could put lights behind this material and make it look like they were lit. Or hey, you could do one of those one of those um, sort of Japanese yeah, just stand behind the, shows just behind, stand behind the, it. Put a big lamp and a couple myself. of cardboard cutouts of uh, something. Yeah. Tells me I would be wrestled to the ground by security persons <laughs> before anything happened. <laughs> so I know yes. they're doing some stuff. They're doing a bit outside their office. They're doing a bit around the other side of the building. Um, and they've done it all up so it looks very Christmassy. So it's got like big red wreaths all over the building. It's nicer than we do it for Christmas, even and we do quite a good job. So it's got these big red wreaths. It's got... Just ask them if you can yeah. keep it all oh, for later it looks in the amazing. year. Yeah. They're putting fake snow down there as well and things. There were people cutting it. They put down like big bits of tarpaulin. There was people cutting bits of it to make it look like snow and things. That was awesome. Um, well, ho hopefully you will, you will get to see some slebs and maybe you'll see like a, a mysterious bat shape fall past your window at some ooh, point and go, ooh, I saw yeah. Batgirl's silhouette. Or maybe they'll do the climbing up the side of the building thing with a rope. I remember, remember that, yeah. And then you can stick your head out the window like they used to in yes. the in the old hey, yeah, Batman, Batman TV doing? series. And he'll just go, zap, <laughs> yeah. and that'll be me. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Yes. Holy Scottish I, accent! I Batman. believe uh, um, that in this film, uh, Michael Keaton will be playing Batman. Batman's father, Again? surely. No, yeah, he's done that no, already. Michael Keaton will be playing Batman. This is so you've and got Brendan a time walk Fraser going. will be playing a character called Firefly. Who anybody who knows the comics and things is a baddie. He's an arsonist with he's a, a oh. he's an arsonist with a flameproof suit and things. He's never ever going to top George yeah, of the I Jungle. Know. Sorry, or the mummy. No, no. Or the mummy too. No, or the mummy returns, but not, not the, the third, third one. one. No, no, no. We didn't like the third one. And uh, oh, Colin Farrell as the penguin no, as that's, well. Uh, is that is that this one? I think. Is that I this don't one? Know if that's I have no idea. One, I, I blame I blame Uncle Fester over Batman, in chat. Which is yeah. out. Anybody who's seen the Batman was Colin Farrell oh, in the be. penguin. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Yeah, anyway, you, you, you can't beat some of the earlier performances on that one. Um, but if they're bringing it yeah, back, it sounds fun down in, down in Glasgow City. Glasgow for this. Oh, well, sounds fun. Um, we also have our very own sort of mustachioed film star himself, Commander Chicks. Rakish, as always. Who's left his mic off? Or run away? It may be in the corner. No, Commander Chicks, he, he's blushing now, far too hard to be talking. Well, in which case, we'll skip right over Commander Chicks and, and go to Flossie and then hello, Flossie. So, are you starring in this Batgirl production over in Glasgow? <laughs> <laughs> you are the terror oh, that flaps yeah. in the night or oh, no that that's that's Darkwing Duck, mm. isn't it? Yeah, um I'm not quite Batgirl material, I don't think. <laughs> you you could be Pan Girl or something. <laughs> Ding possibly. Mm. But um but yeah, I mean, you've got some. Have you got news coming up for this week? I mean, I I, I know sometimes it blows hot and cold with with the with the delay to the release. I don't know whether you you have got a CG news I section have, yes. this week. Yes, you do. And are there any specially engineered, double braced with a half extra things being handed out this week? Well, we'll find out, I suppose, <laughs> later. Um, there will be from last I, week. I, I'm, I'm going to. Yes. Oh, possibly. Yeah. I mean, so, something to do with Colonia and bridges, and yes, the longest bridge <laughs> in the galaxy. Um, is Chicks well, back I, or is Chicks broken? Am I back? Oh, oh, you are back. Excellent. I never went away. I don't know what happened there. Oh, you did. You 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 were blushing furiously when we were suggesting your rakish moustache was uh, film star much, quality. Uh, moustache wax in the ears. It happens. Um, I was intrigued. Yeah, right. Gummed up this, the microphone. Um, this this Eurovision thing. It's. What did you say? Long beard and long hair. That's we just called that the seventies. Was uh, probably the last. Oh, probably the last time beard. we won it, a bloody. It's a very well. As well I would say. I I don't hold out much. It's an excellent tune. Um, I, we did notice over in chat that our ever ever so ever so favourite Funky Abigail as I mentioned. I, I'm always surprised how popular Eurovision is in Australia given how close Australia is to Europe. Well, yeah, I think they're honorary U Europeans, aren't they, Australia, I, I, for the last... I they've um, been into these days, don't they? They've, they've been invited to Europe somehow. Yeah, they do. This, this they're allowed to vote. So, yeah. in fact, the... I, I don't understand. The song in question you were talking about, believe it or not, was on uh, the Radio 4 6 o'clock news tonight. It was dreadful. Oh, I quite liked it. I didn't. Oh, it sounds like Waldorf and Statler now, doesn't it? Um, it's changed in the news, to be fair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we've gone from our one-trick pony of the last two years to a different one-trick pony now. Yes. But uh, anyway, oh. um, talking of one-trick ponies, um, we had oh dear, dreadful news from the psycho cow aboard the um, the the cow-coloured uh, Type Nine. He's still touring the galaxy somewhere. He has come down with last year's news. Uh oh. Yep. Mr. Cow has been struck down by last year's news. He's one outing. He went on one outing, managed to lick somebody, and unfortunately has come down with the, the, the dreaded Rona. So we have to wish him well and wish him get better soon and all these things and look after himself and his nearest and dearest. So uh, everybody sort of join us in wishing Mr. Cow a speedy recovery from last year's news. Get well soon. Yes. Get well soon. And obviously family and everybody as well and try not to, you know lick anybody in the meantime until you're safe to do so but uh, yeah get, get well soon we have had a message from buck naked as well who seems to have just gone 
stark raving bonkers. Just starkers, actually. Run it. He keeps running into rooms <laughs> with no clothes on, and then uh, apparently um, Discord got quite upset with him because that kind of picture is not allowed. There was too much flesh on display, buck naked. So don't do it again. Um, other than that, uh, well, there was a bit of news today. Yeah, we, we do have to address yes. the aardvark. Oh, in yeah. We, the aardvark in the corner has to be propped up. Yes, we had the terrible news that Team Hotbox have been told they're not allowed to get out of their ships, which is just Ever. rubbish. Because they yeah. smell. Yeah, unless they're in a car, which there are, in which case they are allowed, as long as they've got Gotham number plates on. Am I allowed to um, walk over and press my face up against the, the glass of their SRV, though? Yes, but it wasn't your face um, last time, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the, that print... Yeah, the arse print identification does not work by sticking it up against the canopy. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, it, it was it was news by... by um, it. I, I, I heard about an accident on that one, so somebody sat on it and fell through the glass, and that would be painful, so let's not do that one. Um, but, yeah, so um, Dave Brubin uh, popped up. Oh no, he's he's from Dockers, isn't he? It's the other one. Anyway, uh, pop, popped up <laughs> to give the Lord very unfortunate Brubin. news. Lord Brubin, um mm. popped up to give the very unfortunate news that just taint possible. And unfortunately, yes, consoles mm. are going to be left with their SRVs and the ships, which are still awesome. But um, which is, yeah, I mean, I, I I feel a little sorry for the community management team who are copying a, a little bit of salt over this one. Um, mm. It's not their fault, and they're lovely people, and be lovely mm. to them. We get they were disappointed, but be lovely to the CM team because it's it's not their fault, and they have to carry the can. And um, I suspect there was a collective gulp and uh, girding of loins before that message went out. But um, oh, unfortunate, disappointing. Yeah. But you know, we still love you, Team Hotbox. Yes, and and Team Piss Four as well. And, and we'd love to see you in our, our version of the uh, the Milky Way. Well, lots of people still use use the, the, the Horizons version. I've been known to on occasion. But well, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's a bit rubbish. Not entirely unexpected, but disappointing mm. nonetheless. Um, oh, oddly, oddly enough, I spent most of today resurrecting my Xbox to start using it again <laughs> after it's been off for well, well, counterculture has always been always been your way, Fossey. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> Put positive things on this one. It mean it means they can move forward after after eighteen months of absolute silence. And a decision has been made, rightly or wrongly, and they can they can move along. Um, I mean, hopefully, it does mean we have had news that the community team are going to resurrect some of their um, weekly broadcasts now as well. Now, now that now that the plaster has been ripped off and everybody's screaming about all the missing hairs, mm. um, they are going to resurrect some of their um, regular broadcasts as well. So we will be finding out what's coming soon um the uh, oh commander chicks so we were expecting to have a really full news show this week with lots of information from giant patch notes <laughs> we we were we were we were but apparently the seats aren't but quite one right. of the, a bit sticky one of the hamsters has yeah taken there was an take, accident yeah, mm, yeah. that's it was we thought it was a bump under the carpet but you know 
<laughs> you horror. Oh. You, Flossie, get him. Yeah. Quick. Oh, get yeah. the hamsters alone. You, you, well, we, you we stamped it flat and then there was a horrible stain. <laughs> oh, he's right. You're going to get barred. You'll get barred. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so the wheels, the, one of the wheels fell off. Yeah, I mean, the, the one of the seats was wonky. But it's, better, better, and it's better to, you know. It's better to have all the wheels on properly before you go out for a spin. But there's stuff we need to know. I mean, you know, Commander Palantir. That's me. Don't you, use it up. Do you just want to sit on somebody's bridge, or do you actually finally want to sit down at the bar and order your dry roast peanuts and your pint of geezer Gerasian beer? Well, that's all I've ever wanted to do in the game, is sit at the bar. <laughs> it's all the <laughs> flying actually, and walking the, the, stuff that gets the on my way. <laughs> The announcement what? about the delay came out with some guy sitting there at the bar staring at the beer pumps. Yes. Well, I'm wondering yeah, why, the barman, is, why is, is the barman sitting at the other end of the damn bar so you can't order anything? Yes. <laughs> well, he's got, got trades yeah. to do. Well, I, no, yeah. I noticed, well, they, it, t- typical, and we, we noticed this one when, when um, we were at, at the Frontier frontier Party thing, that um, un- unfortunately, you know, gentlemen don't get as noticed at the bar as, as the, the ladies do. And the, the lady who was serving at the bar in the photograph they put out there was pointedly ignoring this bloke. You know, he was he was clearly desperate for a decision on which beer to have, and um, she was ignoring him. But we have no idea. I mean, are we going to get seats? Are we are we just going to get fleet carrier seats? We we don't we know don't, new missions. We don't care. Amelia, we just want beer. Yes, we want we want to be able to buy beer. Um, Amelia, I mean, obviously, as reported during the the news article, there are new missions. Yes, yes, coming. we just don't know what they are yet. Well, I was just trying to think what, what's missing. I, I, I obviously, know. apart from the. You know, well, I don't know really, but I was thinking maybe we could have some missions involving plants. In, involving plants? Oh, like go, water, go and water, like watering the spider the plant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some baby <laughs> bio. Yeah, the, the, the plants we found on the, on the planets that we scan. Oh, space gardening. I mean, they, they mm. were sort of hyping them up with this sort of exciting... Uh, is that exciting? Take little cuttings. Mm. <laughs> It'd be exciting to me. I mean, that's <laughs> well. It could be. We, we, we don't. We don't know. We don't know what else is coming in patch eleven. Mm. Um, Apology officer, have you got any sort of ideas on what kind of missions are missing that we desperately oh. need? Let me think. I give Sean all my good answers. Yeah, the little yellow <laughs> car. Oh, no, 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 little, ye- little yellow truck surfing. I know what you'd love as a mission. What would I love as a mission? Go out and get me twenty liters of tartan paint. Yeah. Yeah, and a bucket and, of blue steam. And twenty rockets. Yeah, a long way. Yeah. And a new, yeah, a new a bubble for my, and a new bubble for my spirit level. Mm. Left-handed screwdriver. Yeah. Yep. A black flashing light for use in the dark. And <laughs> all, all those bits yes. and pieces. Um, I'm just, we're just trying to think what what's actually missing. Take stuff, bring stuff, blow stuff no. up, scan stuff, deliver this parcel. <laughs> clean stuff. That. Have we done clean stuff? Clean. Yeah, yeah you get a, get a broom so and sweep up all that mess. Yeah, own, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like if you've got free. to go around a base that's been raided and pick up all the bodies off the console. You know, off the off the reactor. The ones that control throw themselves that across. Yeah. <laughs> you, have yeah. to, you have to get around with a trolley and pick them all even, up. Can't even keep the hangar floor clean. Yeah, <laughs> crap everyone when you come out. Of okay, it. well, suggestions are coming through thick and fast. We've got a bar drinking. Related mission, you know, can can you finish off all the Centauri Megagin? Uh, a low gravity pool table, or oh, three D pool, a Dorito yeah. challenge. Yeah. 
a Dorito challenge where you have to eat the Naga Chili Dorito. Yeah, did you want to do that zero G Jenga? Yeah. And there's also a suggestion whether we can play poker against other commanders, uh, high on the wish list. Mm. Ooh, yeah, yeah, possibly. Spend five minutes in Cubicle 3 without a mask on. <laughs> 50 million credits. <laughs> well, anyway, so the, yeah, there's, there's the new the new missions coming. Um, uh, so, so we, we don't know. We, we'll, we'll find out. I think it's there say Monday, Tuesday next week. Plant a brain tree garden. Pew pew. Yeah. Was that your suggestion that was, there? Um, no. no, that was me. That was that was that. Oh, that was you. Mia with her one sound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I would hedge my bets that it might be yeah, combat related somehow, possibly. Don't know. Don't know. No. Right, I, um, I like, I like Flossie's that. idea. I like Flossie's idea of the, the, the growing things. I mean, I told you a lot. This. This week I've been growing um, seed habaneros from from seed, and I had to uh, take them all out of the small uh, containers and move them into bigger ones. <laughs> Tell you what, if you're going to Google, that's a plant mission right there. Yeah, it's a, it, and if you're that's great, but I needed some advice. And the important thing is remember to turn the safe search on if you're if you're looking up how to prick out. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't. Um, so. Yeah, at least stage your browser history. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, we we got much other news this week. We've um, oh, crikey, dead meat's off. Somebody tape him down, will you? Uh, he, he's been he's been in the mugs again. Um, ding. Um, so Amelia, we've got another Gallnet Rares Digest coming up from uh, you. I think so. Well, you should know. Awesome. You did it. This is this yeah. very true. Have you eaten anything weird recently? <laughs> um, lots Have of things. Yeah, you probably did do a, a gallnet rails in. You know, yeah, I might not remember everything. You know, it, it, it's the effects. It does have mm. an effect, yeah. Yeah, it, get, it gets a bit hazy after the, yeah, yeah. Uh, after a while. I um, chippies like that in Right, class. well... <laughs> you just block everything out. That's a good well, excuse. You stick to it. I think... Yeah. Commander Chicks, next week, you know this placeholder that's been in the in the script for months now that says Frontier Livestream question mark. Oh, there's been a live stream? I'm genuinely hoping next week we might be able to replace the question mark with an exclamation oh. mark. Mm. Kind of abandoned all hope, you know. Anyway, um, we shall see. Yes. Let's hope so. It's, it's okay. Well, you're going to keep your nose glued well, to I the screen. Um, you were just talking there about what was in update 11, and we covered that. Um, it was in one of the last live streams, and we covered it. God, when was that? December. I mean, the last um, the last one I think was the sixteenth of December. So we must have covered it three months ago. But anyway, you sure it was eleven? Right. It all went horribly 11. quiet then, and I'm looking. I'm looking around the looking around the studio, going. What's going on? <laughs> yes, we were all looking my ears, at you funny. My, my ears had stopped working. We were, anyway. we were taken aback by the idea that there might be a Frontier live stream as well. Right. Um, is the balls out ready? Always. You know I'm always ready. ready? <laughs> yep, I'm ready. Right, well, in which case, I'll hand over to you guys. Go on yeah. then. See the thing. Do the see thing. Advert. 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 Wait your turn. Wait your turn. Why somebody mute their mics? Yeah, but there's fuck. There's nothing certain, they say, except of course death and taxes. 
But we'd like to add to that, that Flossie will never raise anything more lethal than a pan in anger. And that saying, Aardvark, Aardvark! Aardvark! will test her resolve to the limit. It's Flossie. <laughs> it's Flossie with the CG News. News. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. And the community goes. Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Last week's CGs. Colonia Bridge Phase 4 Week 4 Alcohol had a final total of over 142.5 million units collected Outfitting Shipyard and Human Tech Broker have been unlocked and will be on all the stations Colonia uh, had a final total of over 1.5 million units collected and they had an extra tier, so got Pioneer Services, Outfitting, Shipyard and Human Tech Broker on, all, on their station at the Colonial End. Various classes of pre-engineered overcharged power plants, as well as exploration decals, go to the top 75% of contributors to this concluding stage. Exploration decals are available for participating in this final initiative only. The decal colours provided are based on contribution as follows. Top 75% emissive red, emissive white and emissive blue. Top 50% bronze, top 25% silver, top 10% gold. These decals will be awarded cumulatively. The top 10 contributions Contributors for each of the Colonia Bridge initiatives will have the opportunity to be named in tourist beacons that will commemorate the project's conclusion. Finally, it's the last chance for pilots to obtain a Brewer Corporation decal, which will be awarded to every contributor to any of the Colonia Bridge initiatives as a token of gratitude. That's all the Colonia Bridge initiatives over the four phases. Um, there are no C new CGs this week, so enjoy your week off. Hopefully you may have Update 11 to play with. And that's it for this week's CG News. Flossie told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. So, no CGs this week. Um, oh well. Van Tien's asked me to help paint his fleet carrier's insides. Uh, he's got all the paint samples in every shade that has the word purple in it. So, uh, so yeah. Well, I'm in for a fun week. Still, before all of that, we've got Beale Spoon and Weather Jude, so it's it's not all bad.
Skynet News Digest, 10th of March, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Pilots' Federation announces that Xbox and PS commanders will never be able to get up and walk. Sirius Corporation is to undergo a trial of its anti-Xeno capabilities and ACT gets disbanded for the best of reasons after the NMLA is declared gone for good. The Pilots' Federation has announced that commanders using the Xbox and PS flight control systems will never be given the opportunity to walk on planetary surfaces. CEO David Braben announced that it was with a heavy heart that the organisation had recognised that Horizons would be the final iteration of the galaxy for everyone other than users of the PC flight control system, but confirmed that Horizons would continue to be maintained and supported in its current form. It's believed that this will allow the merging of the Horizons and Odyssey flight control code into a single code base for PC systems, which will presumably mean that PC Horizons commanders will soon see planetary terrain that looks like the terrain visible to Odyssey commanders. New developments in the story of the galaxy are also expected soon. The Pilots' Federation has said that it's looking at ways of helping Xbox and PS commanders to migrate to the PC control system should they wish to do so. The community team, which has been refusing to present misleading information to commanders while the future of consoles was under discussion, has said that their regular broadcasting schedule will resume from next week. In the face of criticism from member systems, the Alliance has agreed to a three-month trial of its new anti-Xeno defence partner, Sirius Corporation. Addressing the Alliance Assembly, Sirius CEO Lee Yong-ri acknowledged that the Strategic Defence Pact currently lacks support from citizens of the Alliance, but said he believes that once Sirius has had a chance to demonstrate its benefits, public opinion will change dramatically, and he committed to demonstrating these benefits within the next three months. What this means is unclear. The four defensive megaships are all stationed in Alliance core systems, far from the Muscadart region and the Witchhead Nebula, where Alliance systems have actually suffered Thargoid incursions. And here is the CEO of Syria saying he can demonstrate how well these megaships perform against Thargoids within the next three months. Does he know something about the Thargoid invasion plans that we don't? And how will he measure success? By limiting the number of systems that are attacked by Thargoids? By driving them back efficiently? Other than Salvation's mysterious and morally questionable superweapon, the only effective response to Thargoids is independent pilots. Does Sirius really think it can change that? Sirius megaships have been in core Alliance systems since the 14th of January. Councillor Ainsley Niven speaks for many when he said that some Alliance won't tolerate a Sirius presence for another three minutes let alone another three months. The affiliated counter-terrorism unit has been disbanded, but there's good news for former joint leader Captain Saskia Landau. ACT was set up after the Galactic Summit came to an abrupt end in March 3307, with the bombing by the NMLA of nine starports within Federal, Imperial, Alliance and Independent jurisdictions. 
Despite the earlier bombing of Kepler orbital, the Nine Marches bombing was the moment at which it became recognised that the NMLA was no longer just a threat to the Imperial Order, but a significant concern throughout the galaxy. It gave the superpowers an early opportunity to invoke the recently signed Cornelius Lasky Convention on Large-Scale Threats. ACT brought together the best of the superpowers intelligence and policing services, and with the help of independent pilots was eventually able to rout the NMLA in a standoff in the Madrid system. Captain Saskia Landau was then able to trace the organisation and training of the NMLA to a group of Imperial Senators calling themselves the Lords of Restoration and the mercenary group Darkwater Inc. Darkwater has been dissolved after being routed in battle, and the Lords of Restoration, including Senators Alberto Gerion, Ursula Turcatus and Karl Nerva, remain in Imperial custody but have not yet been sentenced. With the end of the NMLA, there's no longer any need for ACT, and this is why it's been disbanded. Those working for ACT who lost their lives, fighting the NMLA, including Captain Neve Suetonia, who was ambushed and killed, were remembered. Captain Milo Castile, Inspector Mara Klatt, Praetor Leo Magnus and Senior Agent Tanya Ramirez were all commended and have returned to their previous roles in the Marlinist Constabulary, Alliance Interpol, Nova Paresa and the Federal Intelligence Agency respectively. But the biggest prize went to Captain Saskia Landau, formerly of the Imperial Internal Security Service who battled misinformation from Imperial Intelligence to reveal that the Emperor had been kidnapped and was instrumental in restoring the Emperor to power. Landau has been awarded the Achenar Service Cross and has been put in overall charge of Imperial Intelligence, reporting directly to the Emperor. Landau is expected to implement changes to the intelligence organisation to ensure its total loyalty to the Emperor. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders Wotherbeat and Spoonal Jude. And now for someone who's never mixed up. She claims it's just the Hutton helper results that are. Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with an extra third-party resource under the pilot's chair. In anticipation of patch 11, that's 11 launching next week, unless they cancel it, we have the following events. The 20 extra cockpits for your cockpit special. The no extra ship interiors for your ship interior sad face trophy. The 50 extra turrets for every ground base Deja Vu trophy. The 500 extra commandos in every dropship sprint. 
the 10,000 extra explosions in every burning station docking bay pro-am tournament and the one extra Raxla for every player but you have to find it yourself challenge. So, extra points all round, extra money every time you get to Mornington Crescent and extra rules if I can think of any. This week's Hutton Helper results are Cometborn covered the most distance this week with 56,000 light years travelled. Border Reaver sold just over 93,000 tonnes of commodities to come first in cargo sold. Top mission winner is Montgomery Python, who managed to record the score of 535 mission points. Alex Zuno won bounties with 1,111,111,111 credits handed in. Farcup handed in 508 million credits of combat bonds to top the table and Vincent De Luca transported 2,823 passengers across the bubble. Decals 4, now I've got, I've got uh, somebody's highlighted exhaler. Is there a problem there? No. So, decals this week for exhaler and Chris Zander. Please email itookpath at huntingorbital.com and arrange to collect your hunting decal kit, which this week consists of three big stick-on transfers, and enough extra stick-on transfers for all of your ships. We have three hunting runs this week. None of them set the border light, but all are good solid times. Evo Flash recorded the time of 1 hour, 23 minutes and 33 seconds for 45th place. Drew Peacock, that's Drew Peacock, made his run in 1 hour, 23 minutes and 48 seconds to land in 70th place. Retired Navy IT1 made it in 1 hour, 23 minutes, 56 seconds for 98th place overall. Are you circling Hutton, hoping an extra landing pad will appear? Have you gone the extra mile only to discover it's identical to the mile before? Do you have some extra time in your hands? Well, you could be one of those extra special someones who gets a mention in next week's Hutton, Hutton Helper results. Well, if you're listening to me, I'll tell you how. Just go to hot.fathermug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper before nipping out to do a wee bit extra for the cause. Let's face it, anything has to be better than not having extra everything. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Now it's time for the Galnet Race Digest, who seems to have gone quite scatological this week. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities, so you don't have to. Fertilizer. As much as we wish that Grandpa's roses would grow as nicely, or Uncle Albert's marrow be quite as impressive without the aid of fertilizer, despite all the wonders of modern technology and biomes with specially tuned light bulbs, temperature controls and perfect conditions for growing, there's just no substitute for 100% natural, good old-fashioned fertilizer. 
with the majority of man-made chemical alternatives out there, poisonous to almost everything, including the humans that consume and enjoy the various plants that form part of our food chain, natural fertilizer is in high demand. And with a galaxy full of planets to choose from and countless living organisms decaying, dying, or being horribly harvested for their constituent parts, the search has been on for the ultimate natural fertilizer. As luck would have it, it has been discovered. Unfortunately, it's neither as plentiful nor as cheap as everyone would like. But coral kung pellets are the ultimate in natural plant growth supplements. It can invigorate even the most barren of soils. It even helps houseplants keep alive longer than the usual week after they, you know, after you've been given them. Turning your window box into a veritable forest in a matter of days. That that spider plant into a, a house-eating monster and keeping Audrey happy for months on end without even a drop of the red stuff. My mission this week is to discover the origin of the fabled Korokung pellet and find out why, despite it being responsible for the most enormous of farm affairs suggestively shaped vegetable gold rosettes and the biggest blooming roses you've ever seen, only the very rich can afford to buy even a sackful of this stuff. We've been told that it can only, at the moment, be harvested in one system. And unlike most of the things that we try on the Galnet Rares Digest, isn't available on a rocky or Earth-like planet. It's actually harvested from within the clouds of a gas giant. More accurately, an ammonia-rich gas giant. Before I head out from here on a harvesting expedition, there is one warning. This fertilizer is so good that you have to use it sparingly. There's only so much swelling and expansion that poor little plant can take. Use it on your tomatoes and they'll split and burst. Your strawberries will turn into jam, if they even look at a pellet of this stuff. Soft fruits are a no-no. Anyway, over in Korokung, I've boarded a specially modified open-top beluga. The top decks are convertible, but the lozenge shape of the ship and winglets are perfect for stability in the clouds of a gas giant. The hull has been reinforced, so I'm told, against the pressures and gravity of the gas giant. That said, I've seen this beluga and <laughs> it's armoured. This thing looks like it could take on a whole planet all on its own. Apparently, there is an abundant life in the clouds of this gas giant. And rather unethically, the locals harvest it, desiccate it, grind it up and, well, make pellets from it. I'm imagining some kind of giant space hoover, sucking up little krill-like creatures from the clouds like Luger's namesake, mouth agape, swigging down tons at a time. As we drift towards the upper clouds of the gas giant, I'm a little disconcerted. The crew put on, on EVA suits, a reinforced version of the kind used on planetary expeditions. The top of the beluga scrolls back to reveal a top deck that wouldn't look out of place on the high seas. Lookouts have been posted to the bow of the beluga, training their scopes on the clouds. The captain's chart room is taken up by a big sensor screen, and there's excitement as a blip is seen. That blip, that blip, is a long way away. But as it gets closer, I realise that this must be a very rich show of these things. 
As we close, nearly one third of the screen is taken up by a shape. The captain calls all hands and to quarters and, uh, well, hang on. They're uncovering harpoons. Wait a minute, why do we need harpoons? And then, just off to the starboard side, something happens that just it takes my breath away. A creature the size of a fleet carrier broaches from one side of the clouds, monstrously huge, with jaws that could swallow an anaconda whole. That is what coral compellers are made of. It has dived up from one of the clouds and devoured one of the belugas flying alongside us. It's just gone, crew and everything, before diving back into the clouds. These aren't Korokung pellets. These are King Kong Korokung pellets. I can see belugas and dolphins darting here and there. And over to one side, a ship has managed to uh, a direct hit with one of their harpoons. They've sent an electric shock down the line. Oh, but this magnificent beast is putting up a fight. Uh, meanwhile, a, a pot of dolphins have, have been darting here and there, chasing and catching smaller members of the species. The captain reassures me that, that life from Ammonia Worlds is fair game, and has been for centuries. I, I'm at pains not to mention that there are other kinds of creatures that come from Ammonia Worlds. You know, sentient ones, with, with eight sides, and a mean temperament that aren't particularly fond of humans. But he reassures me that these aren't relatives of the Thargoids. After all, these have eight flippers, and Thargoids don't have flippers. Have we just harvested the Thargoid equivalent of Flipper or, or, or Gracie? T to be fair, I've never seen fertilizer that fights back. So this is a first. And and I guess it explains the cost. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. And I've just heard a captain yell, There she blows! Before harpooning the gas giant monster out of your nightmares. So you don't have to. Bloody big, big, huge, wow. big, big, I mean, big, so big. This thing coming out of the clouds at you. I mean, you must have soiled your flight suit it, there. It swallowed a beluga in one bite. <laughs> I mean, how do you go from, oh, look, there's a giant space beast to, oh, that make the roses grow nicely. I mean, how do you go from <laughs> A to B on that one? I know I'll spread it on my marrow and it might yeah. be bigger. Yeah. Just... <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to arrange a visit to one of their factories. I mean, that's insane. I mean, they they tow these things back behind. I mean, they don't even fit in the beluga. They have to tow them back with belugas to the factory, and then I mean, I, I, it, it boggles the mind. I mean, I know ammonia and fertilizer and whatever go together, but they've they've got to be easier ways than giant space beasts. Yeah, but somebody must, must have be. had one of these things once and thought, but all this poo, what can I do with it? I don't know. I'll shove it on next door's roses. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> you know. And then the roses grew, roses. The of the, grew over the top of the fence and killed him. I mean, aside from the ethics of this. 
Yeah. I mean, we're a bad species, aren't we? We are just we're, a very we're horrible. bad species. Human beings, we are, we we're terrible. We are a horrid, horrid species. <laughs> I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, this is this is probably, you know, some Thargoid's pet monster we've, we've just harvested for growing our vegetables with. No wonder the Thargoids are upset. And the thing is that they have little ones as well that the dolphins go after. I mean, it's, just... it's insane. It's like they're a shoal and they're massive. I thought we did away with that back in the, the 19th century and early 20th century. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just, it's just just bad. So, yeah, Korokung Palace, <laughs> don't buy them. They're really not ethical things to be buying. Not, Go and visit these ethical. giant space beasts, you know, fly through the clouds, look at them, try and not get eaten. But, you know, don't turn them into fertiliser. That's just mm. wrong. It's not just... suitable for vegans. No, really, this is not, you know... You put it on your vegetables. Those are not vegan vegetables anymore. They really I, are. Well, I would use some other fertilizer, but there isn't a convenient flap in my spacesuit. No, you got it on backwards. Ooh, that explains a lot. Yes. Right. Well, look. Thank you very much to the crew. Thank you very much for um, Palantir for for stepping in when when <laughs> today went a bit pear shaped. Oh. Uh, hopefully, hopefully next Thursday is a going to be full of really exciting news from patch notes and and be a little bit calmer without hospital visits and dogs being ill and yeah all the crises. Or at least can and, they be spread uh, out so you don't get them all? You know, if yeah, you had one crisis, not on crisis a Thursday each, morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, can we just like rename the Thursday just so it sneaks up on a different day of the week? You know, like a Monday, a Tuesday, Wednesday, or... shit day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That one. Yeah, something like that. But look, thank you very much to our listener for joining in this evening. Hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Thank you very much to the crew. Um, uh, Amelia, that was epic. <laughs> the pictures you sent back were terrifying. Thank you. Apology, officer. Yes. Um, so, I, I mean, are we, do we have to set new targets, by the way, for uh, certain um, bellicose members of the Hutton Helper results that 1111111 is just so passe these days and we need a new number. Yeah, well... Uh, you, know, yes, you know, actually, Alex, she could do any number you want. <laughs> she can do any number you want. Ask for one, all eight. We have to find... What, what's a prime number somewhere near there? We'll have to say no, the no, next no, no. one... I'm going to yeah, ask what, for all eights for next week. All I eights. Expect, I don't expect eight billion... But I think 888,888,888 would be fantastic. A few lines of grey code, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, or I, I could, mean... The... Or you could bung me a five and they'll just lie. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe, maybe the number should... should <laughs> I do it for less every week. week. I, every I week. do it for less... Oh, yeah, Happy Moon Monkey has done oh, one of those lovely numbers that, are, that, that works very well. If you turn it... Oh, well, I suppose that's not an upside-down one, is it? No. Yeah. Eight, eight, zero, zero, eight, eight, one, one three, of those five, calculator eight. numbers yes, that, yes, that you did at school. Mm. Yeah. Can't do, can't do that. Oh, no, it's boobies. It's, it's, it's boobies. It's not boobies, it's boobies. I'm very surprised it wasn't Dead Meat who came up with that yeah. one, actually. I think, I think Dead Meat's been sending messages to the Happy Moon Monkey to send to us, because that's a very Dead Meat thing to do. Um, uh, Commander Flossie, our fingers crossed we've got yeah, an extra CG next week. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> Maybe no, not. That's a, a Colonial, Colonial Bridge, Bridge one. one. I think that's done now. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people made themselves very, very, very rich in the last week as well. Yeah, somebody they was saying they made two and a half anyway. billion. Yeah, didn't credits. make so much in, in Colonial. <laughs> right. well, we're, we're, 
Yeah. Right. Oh, there was, there was, well, in the we're, bubble we're, end, there was a lot of money to be made. In yeah, there just wasn't many supplies up in Colonia. <laughs> yeah. And Commander Chicks were obviously hoping next by next week the news from Avic will be done. Go away, Sirius. Please go away, Sirius, and pack it in. It's not funny anymore. Well, it's uh, there's something funny going on with the BGS at the moment. It's very, very volatile, well, and we... I'm not I laughing. I wouldn't be surprised if there will be changes coming with Patch 11. Checks. Or was it Flossy this time? That too. That was the most intelligent thing we've said all evening. Um, and and uh, Amelia, you're, you're going to be scribbling away for the next bit and releasing more publications for us. But do keep us posted as to how they're going. Other than that, uh, I'm going to hand back to you lot, and I'm going to move my headphones away from my head <gasps> ever so slowly. I think it's time. I think it's time I for us to go. A trap, Amelia. Gently, gently, Mother gently. Mug! Oh. Mother mug! Do you mind? <laughs> Journey too long, or cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere Loading all the teen out to the brim With the rest for the more For the more For the more For the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more For the more For the more For the more Everybody sing the trucker's song Flossie always seems to crash into the sun Skibble the pilot on the Xbox One Helping out the free, you know, leads us well Trucking across the galaxy now, everybody else. Yeah. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the hunting trucker's song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Trucker's song Give me a large pad that I can land on And I'll give you cargo and sing you my song No point twenty-two light years to go Cruising to work, oh, 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 oh. No journey too long, no 
cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere So shout it out loud like you don't even care For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chucker song For the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chucker song Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Seamless.